Hey everybody, welcome to Campus Comics Cast, coming to you from Carbondale, Illinois, with special guests from the Campus Comics crew. And now, here's your host, the man with the previews in hand, Mike No. Uh, I'm here at uh, Cape Comic Con on April 22nd, uh, 2018, and I'm here with Mr. Uh, Stephen Grant. Uh, Stephen Grant, he's been the writer on numerous books for Marvel, DC, independent uh, stuff, including uh, Whispers, Challenges of the, of the Unknown, um, Avengers, uh, specifically the Wonder Gore, uh, Mountain Story, uh, Punisher, uh, Spectacular Spider-Man, uh, and one of my personal favorites, Rom. You can go on and on with all the books, but uh, but uh, obviously there are a lot more. So how are you doing today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing quite all right. So just got a few questions I'd like to ask you. Uh, sure. First question is, Is do you uh, remember the first comic book you ever read? or how, your, what's your first? I do. Okay. I do. It was a random issue of The Lone Ranger in a barber shop when I was four years old. Oh, wow. So it's way uh, predates my personal memory. And I had time. no interest in it whatsoever. <laughs> and um, I guess I just didn't like Tom Gill's artwork, is what it came down to. But uh, the one I, supposed, I remember the first comic I ever got, I was sick. And this is back in the days when kids, when you know, you couldn't move TVs around. So. Uh, when you were sick, your parents brought your comic books to keep you amused, and uh, my father showed up one day with a copy of uh, All-Star Western number 116, and uh, I remember that because a feature called Super Chief debuted in it, which lasted three issues, but I remember it was the first issue, I mean, it was the first story, and um, in that comic, and I, I, my father bought it because somehow he, I mean, I guess I liked cowboys because he or at least he thought I liked cowboys so he brought me a cowboy book and I liked it I mean I thought it was good but in it it had this page that you turn the page and it's a full page ad and it says across the top it's got this band it says just imagine and then this arrow going down the side and it's got a cover over here and the arrow going down the other side of and it says Superman Batman the Flash Green Lantern whatever Wonder Woman whatever all in, together in one magazine, the Justice League of America. And, you know, I had never seen anything like that before. And I'm going, what is this? And it was an ad for Justice League number five. And I just couldn't wait to get out of bed and go get it. And, but by the time I got to the store, Justice League number six was on sale. So, right. so I, uh, took, I didn't get Justice League number five for years <laughs> after that. But, but um, that's what, so that's what started me on that. And... That's pretty much so. It was very memorable, but the uh, so I got that, and then the second comic I bought was the Flash 123. Oh wow! So, okay. So that which was the pivotal issue, the one, the most pivotal issue in the history of DC Comics. Right. So I I, uh, I came in just at the right time, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Do you happen to still own either the first book, those first few books uh, that you purchased? I have copies of them. Right. I don't have any that I own. The originals, yeah. though. Okay. <laughs> so since you have such a fairly long history um, writing in comics what would you say is the best representation of your work if there was somebody who uh, you wanted to recommend your best story oh, that okay. you wrote my best story personally I'd go with bad with a crime comic I did called Badlands okay it's still my favorite project that I've ever worked on um, 
just slightly south of that is the Punisher miniseries and particularly the Punisher graphic novel Return to Big Nothing which um, I like a lot more than the miniseries okay. and for some reason Marvel never reprints that and they reprint huh. the miniseries endlessly um, <laughs> I have no idea why they don't reprint it, but they should because it's Mike. It's the second project, the second Punisher project Mike and I worked on together, and it's just great. Okay. Um, Mike did just a fabulous, fabulous job on it. And um, let's see what else. Whisper. Whisper. Uh, you know, okay. all, all my creator-owned stuff is okay. really what I. Uh, so, so Whisper and Create, or and, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Badlands are some of your creator owned yes. books. Yes. Are some other creator owned books. Yeah, but those are probably the, the prominent, prominent ones. ones. Okay. So. Um, as far as uh, who inspired you, like who you would look to as being an example of good writing as you were a, a, when you were a younger writer, who would you point to for oh, that? Oh, good writing. Um, I don't know that I ever really focused that much on the writing comics, although I realized years later that John Broom, who wrote Green Lantern, which was my original favorite character, um, was had a lot more influence on the way I look at what comics should be than, than I had realized for a long time. And, of course, you know, Stan Lee on Spider-Man, mm-hmm. okay. or, or Steve Ditko, actually, since Ditko plotted, plotted a lot of right, those things, right. most of them. The good old Marvel um, method. <laughs> yeah, so... Those would probably be the biggest, you know, the biggest immediate influences. But then, you know, a lot of writers along the way, um, certainly Alan Moore, uh, Denny O'Neill, Roy Thomas, but pretty standard, I mean, in terms of comics. Um, Um, I was asked to ask you about the life of uh, Pope John Paul, the second book for this uh, interview. Do do you want to have a comment on that? (laughs) Um, I wrote it. Okay. It's just um, something that's kind of unusual. Yeah, yeah. no, well, Marvel we, Marvel wanted to have set up a deal to do it, and I was apparently... And it, see, Marvel, and this is the early 80s, and Marvel did a lot of license books. We started to do a lot of license books, but they really didn't want people... They would rather have the who they considered the big-name writers on their books than on the licensed stuff. Right. So they started farming that stuff out. To, and I guess I was just considered expendable enough to write the John, Pope, the, uh, John Paul book. Um, but, you know, it was fun. It was an interesting challenge. So do you have any, um, like, upcoming projects, things that you are working on uh, for, like, future that you're thinking about? Or what are, what are you I active with do, now? I do, but unfortunately I can't talk. See, the business has changed a lot, and people don't want you to talk about stuff that they haven't announced. Okay, I understand. So I really can't because it's, I don't have no idea what the schedule on them is or anything like that. But, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm continuing working on things. I mean, I've got projects various places like Could Dark you Horse. S- okay, so with Dark Horse. So they should be looking in Previews Magazine for Dark Horse yeah. and, and check the Riders on Dark Horse is yeah. what's coming out in right. Dark Horse then. Okay, good deal. Um, I guess the, if somebody wanted to uh, keep tabs on you, um, is what's the best place to find out information um, about you? Like either online uh, or... Facebook. On Facebook? Facebook? Okay. I have a Facebook. You, you can tell I'm that Stephen Grant because I've got a, there's a little picture for my picture. It's a uh, little picture of a character called Enemy that I created. Oh, okay. So it's it's the, the one with the comic book figure in the corner is most likely me. All right. So. Okay. Well, thank you uh, very, very much for your time. Okay, I appreciate well, thank it. You. I am back uh, at Cape Comic Con with Mr. Stephen Grant. He thought he'd share an additional story about the life of the Pope John Paul II comic book. So take it away. Well, actually, the Pope book turned out to be a really good deal for me because it became it made me Marvel's 
best-selling author for most of the 80s. It was it was far and away, my, well over a million copies sold. It was far and away the best Marvel seller that they had ever had up to that point, which was great because I got to rub it in the face of a lot of other people up at Marvel on a fairly regular basis. And, uh, you know, good bragging rights for that. And plus, it paid off my student loans. So, uh, so it, it, the Pope book turned out to actually be a really good deal for me. And it was, I guess it was probably a lot of fun. Probably had a lot of international sales too. Uh, you, you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I know the Catholic Church bought like 750,000 copies of it. So, but it probably did not sell the Bible that year. You think? Mm, <laughs> it might have. I don't know. I don't know what the Bible sold that year. Me neither. But so that that was the uh, the real benefit of the Pope book for me is that it just uh, allowed me to irritate an awful lot of people. <laughs> awesome. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you.